Hello everyone and welcome to the final chapter of the virtual book club of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, chapter 9, and then you die. So for those of you who fear death, who don't think about it, don't want to talk about it, don't want to think about it, uh, this chapter could be a little triggering for you. So what do they call that? Trigger warning or something like that that people are supposed to say. Um, so anyway, in the last chapter, I think it's pretty funny, and then you die, um, he's really talking about how comfortable are you with the concept of death? Are you willing to look at it? Are you willing to embrace it? If you embrace it and accept it, then obviously you will begin to live a more fulfilled life. He gives a really um, candid story about one of the pivotal moments in his life at age 19 where his friend Josh had passed away and how that really changed his life in so many ways. The choices that he's decided to make, uh, the changes that he began to make in his life after that experience. Um, he also talks about having many dreams of his friend after his friend died. And on the bottom of page 193, he talks about this dream and can't fully recall what it was that his friend had said to him in the dream. But I found it very interesting and underlined it. He had said to his friend Josh, I'm really sorry you died. And Josh laughed. And Mark says, I can't really recall exactly what he said, but he said something like this. Why do you care that I'm dead when you're still so afraid to live? And Mark woke up crying. And I thought, wow, that was really powerful. Um, you know, I do believe that those who have passed do come to us in dreams. And if that was a bit of a message for Mark, what a powerful one. Because how many of us really are filled with fear? We're so afraid to live. We're afraid to fail. We're afraid to make decisions. We're afraid what's going to happen in the future. And this is where Later on in the chapter, he talks about um, this author by the last name of Becker, and he wrote the book The Denial of Death. And The Denial of Death basically makes two points. And Becker had wrote this book when he was on his deathbed, and I guess it won the Pulitzer Prize. Um, Ernest Becker was his name. And he was a Ph.D., and in anthropology. He did his doctoral research and compared the unlikely and unconventional practices of Zen Buddhism and psychoanalysis. So uh, Mark goes on to talk about this book that Becker wrote, and it talks about how humans are very unique in that we're the only animals that can conceptualize and think about ourselves abstractly. So when I was talking about that fear, when we're kind of projecting sometimes out into the future, you know, what will death be like? Um, will I have a legacy? Will people remember me? What is it that I want to do? When will it happen? How will it happen? Or some people will just completely deny the whole death experience and not want to talk about it. But Becker talks about in The Denial of Death that as humans, we're blessed with the ability to imagine ourselves in hypothetical situations, to contemplate both the past and the future, to imagine other realities or situations where things might be different. And at some point, we become aware of the fact that we are going to die. And it's really... Um, what, he, what Becker calls it is called death terror, that when you come to that realization that you're really not getting out of this experience alive, that that can become the death terror. And then he talks about the second point of 
the denial of death in this book is that we essentially have our two selves. The first self is the physical self, the one that eats, sleeps, snores, um, and the second self is the conceptual self of our identity. And he goes on to talk about that as we try to construct a conceptual self that will live forever, that many humans are basically trying to leave a quote-unquote legacy behind. I guess those are my words. That's not really what they're talking about. But Becker called the efforts, what I would call legacy, immortality projects. Projects that allow our conceptual self to live on way past the point of our physical death. And he talks about this as being you know, a psychological aspect, because if we can leave a legacy behind or have these immortality projects, then basically this is saying that we never truly die because there's a part of us that still lives on even after we are here. On page 199, he talks about Becker's theory of the fact how these immortality projects can actually be the problem and not the solution. And he challenges us to think that people should question their conceptual self and become more comfortable with the reality of their own death. And when we do begin to accept the fact that we are all going to die, that we can begin to choose our values more freely and unrestrained by the illogical quest for immortality and freed from dangerous dogmatic views. And that's on page 200 in the top paragraph. He goes on to end the book in a personal story again, which I'm not going to highlight because I'd like you to go out and read the book for yourself. But basically, this last chapter, And Then You Die, is all about the fact that death is the only thing that we can know with any certainty. And that the more comfortable we can become with our immortality, the more freely we will live. And I think that that's a great way to end this book and to end chapter 9. And I hope that it will give you a little more thought in ways that you're either denying your own death, not wanting to deal with it, or maybe you're completely facing it head on and you're finding that you're living a more fulfilled life because you know that our time here is limited. So I hope you enjoyed this virtual book club. We will be having a few more that we will share with you. The next book club coming up is going to be May Cause Miracles by Gabriella Bernstein. And that is going to be a 40-day journey that I'm going to take personally, and hopefully with you listeners, and I hope that you go out and get that book and journal with me on a 40-day journey of trying to create subtle shifts for radical change and unlimited happiness. So a totally different book, a different energy to it, but I hope that you join me for the next virtual book club. Take care, everyone.